In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. <clears throat> how are you? Um, hanging in there. How about you? Good. I'm still laughing because I was just watching Trixie and Katya's uh, Netflix reaction series. Do you, have you ever seen that? No. They do like a first look at like any new content, and they're watching this new show, this Hillary Swank show, away where she goes into space. And Trixie was like, "Can you tweet in space?" And <laughs> I'm like laughing, thinking about like being an astronaut and logging on to be like Taylor Swift outsold all your faves. Right. And then it takes like like, three light years to send. (laughs) Yeah. It sends like a year, 10 years later because of the space time continuum. (laughs) (laughs) Dial up modem. Uh, But anyway, that's what I've been up to. Wow. Well, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. Okay, so we are back. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Took a week off, even though it like didn't really feel like a week off because what is time? But um, it felt like 84 years. Yeah, literally. Um, but we're here now. And um, before we get started, as always, we would like to give a huge thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon, patreon.com slash legends only, where every single week, in addition to this episode, you will get a bonus episode, as well as two weeks ago, we did a VMA review. And um, yeah, just uh, for $2 a month or $5 a month, there's different tiers if you want to check it out. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for supporting us, and uh, we'll be having some more content coming soon. Yeah. So first up, we are bringing back another section from the past without the theme song because, you know, it's just not funny. Times are different. Yes. We respect our queen, and this is not a laughing matter. So let's discuss Quarantine Knee, the latest updates, shall we? 
Let's do it. Yes, a lot has happened in the past week. A lot, yes. So, I feel like most people listening have a general idea of everything. I saw the girls talking about it in Discord, Mm -hmm. all of the breaking stories. So, essentially, and like fill in if I miss anything, but I'm going to like run through the bullet points. Yeah. So... It came out through Britney's lawyer. Britney is now on the record. She is asking for full transparency about the conservatorship to be revealed to the public. And it seems like it's everything like they want. She wants everything to be put out there for everyone to know what is going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or it said sealed parts of it. I don't I don't know, but I at least parts that were sealed. To be unsealed. So I guess everything. I guess that would be everything. Right. And then I feel like a day or so ago, Jamie, her father, was like, wait, hold on. Not everything yet. Like, she's not ready. It's just been this, like, back and forth, back and forth. Yes, as we said, the showdown. So now we have her requesting it to be open. And then Jamie came in and said her lawyer is grandstanding and that the court needs to establish that she is aware of the possible repercussions of opening it up to the public and that there's concern about what would happen if the public had access to her medical records. What does um, grandstanding mean? The only thing I know is like one of the stadiums in the U.S. Open is called the grandstand. Yes, that is not what that is. That is seeking favorable attention from like people watching. Oh, okay. So, right, right. So there's that. He hit that back with that. There was some talk about the zone. Oh, yes. How she refused to go. Right. As we did, too. Yeah. I mean, same. So Same. Right. Yes. So I think. She's got a point. She's definitely got a point. Um, I think that's. Is that where we're at with the case right now? Yeah. That's pretty much like the court updates legally it seems like there's like you said it's a showdown with this kind of ping pong back and forth of information between the various parties um yeah she's saying that she doesn't want her father involved wants full transparency and then yeah i believe they attached a free britney article as evidence that it is now public that there is public attention on the conservatorship. Um, So I think that happened too. And yeah, then he hit back a few days later and was like, not so fast. The one part that she had also said, and this was through the court documents, was the word informed fans, like was- Informed public, yeah, informed fans. Informed public. Now- Public, yeah. Yeah. Now, my whole thing with this, like, I guess we could sort of just interject before we get into the next part, which is like the Project Rose stuff. I feel like this constant back and forth is only, for me personally, is only continuing to make things even more muddier because Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm like, I don't know what she's like actually referring to. Everything is still so vague and everything is still so elusive I'm just like, wait, so I... Right, and so hopefully, I hope that, you know, as we have kept saying, I hope that there is transparency in some way that assuages the fears of the fans and the public. And I'm happy to see that, once again, you know, we said it when she started making changes already. 
um, requesting changes, that she's an active voice in this again. It's definitely comforting to see that um, she is an active player in this. The statement suggests that she wants transparency as well, so I think that's going to diffuse a lot of the heat in the fandom yeah. if that does go forward. You know, I love her. I think everyone knows that, and I just think still that I'm expressing that love in the way that feels right for me, and that means not putting too much of my own self into this. Um, I know that upsets some people, but I'm at peace with kind of like watching this play out from afar. And I do think it's still, as we said, the wheels are in motion in this. And I'm trying, you know, when we had that episode where we sort of separated facts from hysterical misinformation, I feel pretty at peace with being here and watching and hoping for the best for her. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I feel like on one hand, I would love there to be full transparency. But then the other part of me is like, well, you know, she doesn't really owe that to any like, it's not really anyone's business. But then at the same time, I'm also like, but it would really just clear everything up. And something that I wanted to touch on a little bit, like at least that I'm thinking, and I'm curious what you guys at home and also you, Brad, think as well. I'm wondering if this call for full transparency is a almost like I'm at my wits end with this constant talking about me in the press. Mm. Let's just put it out there. Like I literally hear in my brain, if anyone knows this reference, the final episode of season one of Real Housewives of New Jersey, when they were all all season, they were all talking about the contents of this book And at the end, Danielle just put the book on the table and Teresa was like, she wants to bring it out. Let's bring it out. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it feels like that season of Housewives to me where it's like, everyone is all talking behind each other's back. Like, let's just put it out there. Here's the book. (laughs) If that's a weird reference, I apologize. I think think the uh, Housewives to Brittany crossover is large yeah in some ways so because i will say like the next thing that happened was the project rose instagram stories she says like yes i know i'm wearing the same top for the 17th time and then she put it in a caption where she's like now it's the 18th time she in my opinion and i'm curious what you think because i feel like you can always tell when Britney is mad or annoyed when mm-hmm. the Southern accent comes out. Do you feel that like at all? Anyone else? Right, right. It's very much like the lighting at the ro- tree at Rockefeller Center means so much to me. Where she's like, yes, I know. It's the 17th time. <laughs> like, I don't, I feel like she is mad when the Southern accent comes out. And mm-hmm. so part of me is like, is she just so annoyed with this where she's like, just open the damn book? Yeah, I have to imagine she's clearly reacting to comments about her outfits and her appearance. Yeah. Um, that sounds right to me. Uh, and I think she just wants things out in the open. And, yeah. and peace, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think everybody, I feel like a lot of fans are, this is not a fun time for no. anybody. This is not and uh oh it's not (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i hope i i hope for the best in this in her on in her favor and that's that's where we're at and uh i don't know what else to say i I believe there's one in september i think there's one maybe uh, another court update in september that's that's basically what we're what we're doing now is just waiting for court updates for a while 
But the difference between now and probably 12 years is she's requested on record some changes. So now we see what will happen. That's different than usual. That that was that's new. Yeah. So well, we have to just wait and see again. Words of our fave. We'll just wait and see. Yeah. A lot of things that we're just waiting and seeing for. I feel like that's the story of the year. It, you know what? That really is the case. 2020. Yeah. We're sitting in our houses mad. Well, I'm not mad, but like, anyway. Oh, well. I think Brittany is a little bit. Um, yeah. Yes, I know. It, that I thought, I kind of chuckled a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, when she was just like, yes, well, I know. You, oh, we, didn't even, we didn't even discuss. What do you think Project Rose is? I think it's just photo. Like I think she's doing a photo series of like crowns and the top. Like everything is all um, like the crowns in her hair are made out of roses. The floral tops. Like I think mm-hmm. she's just. I, I honestly, it feels like a Pinterest mood board moment of like I'm just pulling all these inspirations of like colors and photography and this flower crown that I picked out of my garden in my backyard. Like she has this huge, massive rose garden and she's like, and there's flowers on my top. And I like to me, and I'm not saying that to be like rude or whatever. Cause like I use Pinterest myself, but like, it feels like she is her Instagram feed. Like the grid is a Pinterest mood board. That's my takeaway creatively is like, she's filling it up with, imagery and photos of herself that are like a project to her if that makes sense yeah i would guess so and then she also takes those photos of her man sam yeah the he posts those and he's always like my lioness took this so in that gym that we still don't know how it burned down we don't know so many questions but uh yeah i hope this is I hope we do see Project Rose. You know, she she sometimes announces things that don't happen. You know, there was um, Baby Soul Rock and Roll, her children's baby clothing line collection. Remember oh, that announcement? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, original we'll doll. Original. Oh God, yep. Well, but uh, she announces things sometimes, and we'll see if that comes through. But I don't think it's music at all. Oh, no. In no, my no, opinion, no. I think it's no, all... No, I think it's a photo slash video yeah. series. I think yeah. it's like Pinterest mood board tease. Um, yeah. Pinterest knee. Uh, Pinterest knee. You know. um, well, anyway. So Brittany is wearing her top for the 18th time, soon to be 19th. I'm just like waiting for the next post. That's like, now it's the 19th. Now it's the 20th. Like, you know, she's yeah, going to do 19. it. What are you going to say about it now, bitch? Like literally, <laughs> she's so irritated. Yeah. <laughs> she's so irritated. She's... she's going to count down. Now, she moving is. forward, she's going to include the next number for the rest of the year. Like I'm predicting it right now. But anyway, speaking of tops, um, and not the kind that I like to think about because we're in a <laughs> pandemic and that is against the rules. I think it's time for high fashion. Oh, yes. It's perfect time. High fashion. <laughs> so auditorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh, my God. That's so high fashion. So high fashion. Okay. So this week, my pick is Miley Cyrus performing Midnight Sky on The Tonight Show this week in this black slit dress that Twitter noticed is identical to slash like maybe the same dress with like different beading 
that Christina wore at the VMAs like a decade ago. Uh, I love it. I think it fits her like so perfectly. It's mm-hmm. so sexy. I think this is like the perfect elevated Miley look. And it's so amazing that you got it for Fallon. And I think it was her best. I mean, we'll get into it, but I, I just think the look was so, so good. Yeah. It, I mean, I think, the performance, yeah. the hair, the eyeshadow. It's Best like, vocal she's done of the song yet. Oh, absolutely. She sounds incredible. So I wholeheartedly agree that this was a high fashion moment. Yeah. Um, and then like on a personal note, I thought, because <laughs> we've shared on here that we're trying to up our fashion game. Right, which, right. Um, I do feel like I'm failing, but I'm trying So I've been watching the U.S. Open and I bought myself three new pairs of shoes and I'm like really feeling this like athletic jogger neon moment. And I'm just like, I'm having fun, you know, something fun, something for the fall into (laughs) next summer. (laughs) But um, yeah, yeah, do a neon orange for Halloween. I I think my next pair that I want to do is I saw this guy today that had neon magenta and i was like ooh, because i got all black joggers and they're like really huggy like they hug the calves like my legs mariah is shaking i'm saying it my legs look fucking amazing i got short shorts i got tight fitting joggers and i'm ready to like show them off to strangers in the park and the turtles so get ready wow so your high fashion moment is you my high fashion moment is myself trying (laughs) that's what it is I love it. Love to see it. Uh, My high fashion editorial moment, um, very surprisingly, is going to a man. Now, I don't do that normally, uh, but I'm going to give it up to Mr. Wan Ho, uh, formerly of the group Monsta X. He went solo. Now, he has a song out, first debut song out called Open Mind. He, I didn't know he looked like this. First of all, he's ripped beyond belief. But he wore this black zip-up. Like, it's very my style. It is so impractical. It's a half zip-up of the front. Is it sheer? It is sort of sheer. No, sorry, I was dragging you. No, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. We literally, we drove by somebody in a sheer outfit, and my mom goes, oh, my God, you would wear that. It's like, (laughs) true. Um, She's got a point. She had a point. Uh, It's like a half zip-up to show off his abs. I love it. But also... He looks really good. So um, if you're interested, I, he actually, I think he's going viral on like normie Twitter because everyone's just like, oh my God, who's this hot person? So Wanho, open mind, take a peek, look respectfully. Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> I have a two-pack I, now. Respectfully. Speaking of abs. What about abs? I have a two-pack. Oh. Yeah. Get ready, girls. That's more than no packs. Yeah, she is coming. She is. Mm-hmm. I started doing <laughs> the um, new abs by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. The, uh, what are they called? Starts with the C like cal calisthenics. Cal- yeah. And, oh. and core. Yes. I do know how to say that word. Um, calisthenics, cal, cal, uh-huh. cal, whatever the fuck. Super califraud. Yeah. That <laughs> like where I get on the floor and I have to like lift my legs and shit. Yeah. I have a two pack now. So, um, anyway, he is coming. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, love that for us, you know, love doing the best we can. Look. So let's get into some new tunes for the week. I feel like this has been a very almost throwback New Music Friday. Like a lot of things are happening 
from Legends of Yore, which obviously we're that's kind of our whole deal. So I'm going to kick things off uh, with the almighty group known as Steps. Uh, they are back. UK campy pop troupe excellence. They are back. They were once scared of the dark, and now they are here with What the Future Holds, which I believe is a very on-brand anthem for the times written by Sia. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It is a dance floor stormer. Queen Lisa Scott Lee reigning supreme front and center on their album coming in November. Now, they did flop on Instagram by accidentally posting. (laughs) I thought this was really funny. This was perfect. They they did their, you know, like tease each letter of steps, but they did it in reverse order. So it spelled out Spets. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was shaking and they were like, Spets is coming. Um, and then also people started, <laughs> people started using their letters and the, they used like, what do you do if you start to feel symptoms? And they spelled out test. <laughs> oh, oh, oh like, with the different squares. Yes. That's funny. It's really funny. So they got rid of that, did the full reveal. In my glory, very happy for the return of Steps. And I will be seeing them next year, maybe November 2021. By God willing, we'll see. We'll see, though. I have no illusions about the state of the world. But Sophie Ellis-Bexter's opening. It's going to be an amazing show. And I will be in London for that in 2057 when that happens. Can't wait. (laughs) And then... Just a little update. This is not new music, but it maybe will introduce you to some new music. The equally legendary A-Teens. Now, there's a group, we've talked about them, Pop Activism on Twitter. They do their best to you know, hit up labels and management and get classics from the archives digitized, which they should be doing already. They had me um, gooped the other week. I got so excited when they posted that Emma Bunton photo. Oh my god. My fingers flew to Spotify so fucking fast and I literally was like, Emma Bunton, free me, and it wasn't there. I know. We're waiting for that. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so they did the, the good deed of getting all of the A-Teens studio albums on streaming worldwide, and they just recently got the last three maxi singles that they released on. So all the remixes and everything, I mean, just doing the Lord's work. So finally, all the Marie Cernholt stands out there, like myself, can enjoy all the 18s in their glory. They really, such an interesting concept that obviously would not exist now is like a tribute teen group started out as the ABBA teens, only did ABBA covers. I personally, because they came out in 99, like I fully thought that 18s were the originators of Dancing Queen and Gimme Gimme. Like, I'm like, oh, Madonna sampled the 18s? But <laughs> Did they it took because we were like nine or 10 then. Wait. Quickly learned what? I, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. Oh, no. I actually, there, oh, I no. thought just, no, we don't need to. Do you think Dancing Queen was 18s, period, like up until today? Yeah. Is it not? Oh, oh boy. This is, oh, no. I thought this the. Is a, Change the is logo. You thinking James Charles was <laughs> was uh, Miss Peep? Um, no, like I literally thought that like Abba was like okay, now we're gonna be like cool and trendy, so we're gonna call ourselves Eighteens. Oh no, no, I'm afraid not. No, this was a group of Swedish legend teenagers. Are they the ones they that were... do "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme"? Well, I mean, Abba did that song, and then Eighteens covered it. Okay, see, I thought that Cher covered Eighteens. Okay, 
I'm going to decide and post whether I want to keep this in. I, oh, no. Well, it's better you know now. ABBA is one of the most legendary groups of all time, and they did Dancing Queen and Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Madonna actually wrote a letter to ABBA for permission to use that sample. They are notoriously very select with their samples. And they gave her permission, but they also... I guess they gave their blessings to 18s. However, 18s were originally called Abateens and they had to change their name legally really fast. Okay, I feel like I saw that at one point where it was like Abateens and then it was just a star. And then I was like, oh, they just wanted to be like Bewitched. So they just like shortened it and like added the star, like Bewitched it. Like I literally thought it was like a branding thing. <laughs> they are Abateens technically, but yeah, 18s. Um, they covered their first album was all ABBA and then due to the success they moved into original music and that's how we have Upside Down Bouncing Off the Ceiling the most well known of their songs that is an original A-Teens okay so that's where I got confused yes Upside Down oh my god everyone in the UK wants to like is probably signing a change.org to get me removed from this podcast (laughs) Um, continue (laughs) this is a this is one of your highlights for sure um, yes, 18's Teen Spirit album. That's like when they kicked off their own journey. And honestly, like our queen, like this all is very Max Martin pop, very inspired by our queen. And they did tour with her. Every time somebody's like, who is that? I'm like, they toured with Britney, like Steps toured with Britney, 18's toured with Britney, <laughs> like legends only, 18's and Britney. But yeah, so they went on for a few more years, did a greatest hits, called it a, called it a day. And now, Danny of the 18s is dating Alice Chatter, who some people might know. She's like a pop queen. She just did that song Lola with Iggy Azalea. World comes full circle. Halfway around the world. Anyway, here we are. Try to forgive me. My last UK thing. This is my, um, I get like one Girls Aloud reference a month on this podcast. So I was really excited for this. So Girls Aloud released a song called Something New in 2012. It was their big, I guess, comeback track. I, I know that one. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I can't um, sing it, but I know the beat where it's like, oh, it's something new. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know that yes. one. Okay. Written by Tovlo, Flory, and Nicola in the group. Anyway, as we learned this week, I don't think you know any Sugar Babes, but there there is an equally legendary group called Sugar Babes that were out at the same time. There was like a friendly rivalry, not really, sort of really. Something new, as we learned today from original member Keisha Buchanan's YouTube, originally the Sugar Babes wrote it, or at least were given the song to sing, and she even showed footage of them like singing an early version of it. And then it ultimately went to Girls Aloud. But the idea that how do I put this in Gen Z terms for the, the younger? So it's like finding out that Little Mix wrote Work From Home, basically. It's it's very, it's it's that. <laughs> it's like finding out Madison Beer wrote Billie Eilish's My Future. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't have the range. Um. Oh. <laughs> Madison Beer, by the way, for the latest the Beer Can Update of the week, uh, just launched a Morphe palette. So everyone get your Morphe codes. 10% off. Use the code James Charles. I can't. (laughs) Or it's like finding out that Mariah Carey wrote that Faith Hill Christmas song. Oh, there you have it. we'll discuss at the end of this podcast more about Mariah. But Yes. Anyway, the point is stream something new and then go watch Keisha's 
uh, Q&A about it. And yeah, she wrote it. And basically, this is breaking decade old news. Um, and that's more interesting to me than anything new. So Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> anyway. And um, that was your Girls Aloud update. Yeah. Over here um, in the United States of America, in a state called New Jersey, um, <laughs> that's not where I am, but that's where my heart is. I would like to recommend the new Cascade and Project 6 remix slash new mix of the first song was called Chilled, but now it's Chains Chilled. No, it wasn't called Chilled. It was called Chains, and now it's Chains Chilled. So good. The bass on this, it's just, mm, just gets right in the soul. I actually, I'm going to have to look that one up too. It's good. Cascade is very prolific this year. I Yeah. A lot of songs. Yeah. This one's very much like in line with his last EP. Um, okay. Which, you know, if I'm not even, I'm going to pull myself off that ledge. I was just going to say, um, <laughs> if I miss another Cascade show, the rescheduled May Memorial Day weekend 2021 Cascade show, because no one wants to wear the fucking masks, I'm going to freaking go off. Okay. So. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, like the next track I would like to recommend, It's Okay to Not Be Okay by Demi Lovato and Marshmallow. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. Another bop with a message. Yes, it does. It's a, it, it does have a message. Yeah. The message is basically that it's okay to not be okay. And it is okay to be sorry that you are not sorry. Oh, I thought you were, there was numerous ways that you could have gone with that. I thought you were going to say, it's okay for this song to not be, like, I thought you were really going <laughs> to, I was bracing for my rebuttal. Oh no, I was thinking about how she, she now has two songs at least that are like, sorry, not sorry. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if the light is off, it isn't on, basically. Yes. <laughs> That'll be the next one. <laughs> Well, and then for the next one, we have another bop for the dance floor, and it's going back to the 80s. We're bringing Pat Benatar vibes with Sia and David Guetta's Let's Love. Now, I'm, I love this. Sia's having a very good week, as always. Sia, David Guetta is kind of always magic. You know, titanium, bang your head. Um, oh, my God. She, she will falling to pieces. They kind of always, flames, they kind of they have like a sample something. No, but he said he was inspired by Pat Benatar, and it's extremely What's uh, that love one? is a battlefield. It love is reminds a battlefield. me of something, and I was like singing it to myself this morning, and I was like, I can't. It's like an if old... you listen to "Love Is a Battlefield" by Pat Benatar, you'll be like, oh yeah, or like even like I got. It's very eighties. You can hear like "Aha, Take on Me," like that vibe. I'm gonna pull it up. Is... I'm gonna look it up. Isn't that like? Love is a battlefield. Yep. No, it wasn't that one that I was thinking. It was oh. something else. Oh. Well, he did say it was a, ba- a Benatar-inspired moment. It reminds me of that song that's like, um, and I'm going to get the lyrics wrong, but it's like, If I hold you tonight, dun, dun, what is that? You feel all right. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what is that one? Wait, I don't... Someone uh, listening will... And dun, 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 then we'll make you feel all right. Dun, 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 dun. Am I making up a song? I don't know. <laughs> Someone in the chat, like, or not the chat, but like somewhere, just like at me if you know what I'm singing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. the It was a compliment. I'm saying that it reminded it, yes. me of like a dance 90s, 80s 
vibe. Yeah. Um, my only criticism, and I am curious what you think, and also the listeners, I, I don't know if I'm, like, really enjoying the whole, like reminding me that this is happening moment like we're gonna get through this together like yes we're gonna get through i'm like are we <laughs> well now we're bad at i well i know but like you know i'm like an optimist but like i'm you know um uh, the shit that i've seen you don't have that many <laughs> literally i was like walking around i was like am i gonna make it through sia because well we do have our pessimistic bops but this is definitely <laughs> an optimistic one and sometimes you feel yes that this too shall pass and sometimes you feel um that you don't know what the future holds but sia wrote for both of those emotions in one week so yeah. there you go well like cascade <laughs> said i need to chill my chains oh so you do uh, need to chill your chains anyway <laughs> <laughs> and finally another dance song from a legendary legend Lady Marmalade Supreme, uh, Case of the X. We're talking, of course, about Miss Maya, who out of nowhere has a, a bop for spinning records. Like one of she's those, an like... icon, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. <laughs> and she has a song called Without You and a chill mix of it. I was pleasantly surprised by this. Yeah, it's a, it's a good bop. I will say I like the chill mix better, personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was like... I was like, okay, I could hear like Momo's like mixing this into like the beats at the <laughs> club for the girls. Absolutely. And I, I just like that she kind of just randomly appeared in spinning records. Like, you know, I always check there. There's a little tip for everyone. I definitely on Fridays, I check the spinning records. It's called a uh, brand new playlist on Spotify. And it's just, it's like 50 new songs every Friday and it's all, the dance songs of the week. And uh, it's always nice to see her have a spin-in moment. Um, that was a surprise. We're all going to have fun. So I'm I'm into it. Uh, it's with Al- Alexander, who is not Alexander. It's Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, so we are here for all things Maya. Um, I was just listening to Case of the X, as I often do. Oh my God. So good. So good. She really is that girl. She really is. We need to God. do a episode where we like do all of those like bops that they used to play at like school dances. School dance episode, that we used to have. Sure. Oh my god! I just got a vision. Um, the boy is mine. We should do an episode, and we can literally make the cover of the podcast episode like a CD with like it written in sharpie. Oh, I love. Do this the kids idea. know what that it's... is? It's a CD-ROM. Uh huh. You yeah, have like... sometimes at the you know, on Tumblr or something. Yeah, Ashley O. Um, Ashley O, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that would be, that would be fun. I'm into that idea. Eighth grade anthems coming soon. <laughs> All right. So oh, yeah. let's close Spotify for a minute and open mm-hmm. up another app called Instagram because some of the legends um, are still logged in and they are. we're going to punt this over to Moomoo's because it's all about his fave. Yes, well, at first this was the most terrifying announcement of the week, of course, um, that Madonna decided to go live on Instagram. And, you know, we don't re- we don't need her on Instagram at the moment at all. But on Instagram she is with her phone case around her neck 
And uh, honestly, it was pleasantly surprising. It was very minimally cringe. It was about an hour long. And what it was is I did a whole write-up about it. You can check out all the quotes. But she and Diablo Cody, who you know her from like Juno, um, tons of screenwriter supreme, she is now chained to Madonna's white couch in Los Angeles writing a screenplay about Madonna's life. And what they did was sort of a half Q&A, half live writing session. They were in the middle of writing about being in London filming Evita. And she answered a ton of questions about it. She confirmed, you know, so many things that will be in the movie. She said she will not be playing herself. It will be an actress who fills her shoes, which are size eight. (laughs) And she was very shady detox and Michelle Visage were in the chat room, like screaming for her attention. And she was like, Michelle, who's Michelle? <laughs> it's Michelle Obama. And that was definitely just, Oh God, that was, that had to hurt. Michelle's a super fan. It was very entertaining, fascinating to hear what she's including in the movie. She said the Britney kiss is not in it yet, which makes me wonder how far this is going in her career. But she said Ray of light is in it. So that's at least up to 97, 98. I don't know. I, she also followed Florence Pugh and um, Julia Garner, which both are contenders that, that people have said could play her in the movie. Mm. Um, so, and I also think if she's going to do multiple decades, she might have multiple actresses for different, you know, ages and experiences. Know who Very I think in- she should go for? Who? My Stephanie Jeromato. <laughs> I mean, that would kind of be the I'm most iconic thing ever. Like, it it really would. It would be such a, like, full circle. You go from the most notorious, like, diva battle to, like, working together like that would be in, like, leaning in entirely on it would be iconic. Hmm. Well, just saying. Well, Heard I'm also... First. A Stephanie moment would be wonderful. I also think that Lola should be in this. Me too. Like, early Madonna? Absolutely. There's also that woman who looks exactly like her, the model. Oh, I don't know. I forget. She was a bartender once on Watch What Happens Live. And I was Mm. so gooped where I was like, that is Madonna. Like, I literally (laughs) was like, that's Madonna standing in front of me. Like, she is identical. But anyway, um, so glad to hear your fave did not embarrass herself this week. She did not. I mean, she bullied Diablo a lot for her outfit and she you know had to keep bursting into like different memories and songs and you know minimal embarrassment but Diablo actually really reels her in and so that's nice and she has endless patience she must be getting a nice check because my favorite part is they were like well one of my favorite parts one of them was that (laughs) she's reading the comments and she's like did you watch Pose yes I watched Pose nothing silence she just kept going she didn't say anything about that, even though her music was involved and everything. And oh, it's she's such a huge part of Pose. Silence. She said, yes, I watched Pose. <laughs> but then the, my favorite part was, she's like, should this be a series? Like, actually, this could be a TV series, maybe not a movie. And Diablo very nervously was like, well, I was hired for a movie, so it's it's just going to be a movie. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. She's like, I am not sitting with you for an entire TV series. Should we do this for IGTV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll see, but this is exciting. I, I hope she keeps it to a minimum because 
they're literally writing in front of us. Like you don't need to be teasing it this early. Yeah, no, they so. need to walk out. Um, they do. We all know how we feel about hype. About hype. But anyway, speaking of um, canceled legends um, and television, <laughs> the Kardashians right, right. have announced this week that they will no longer be allowing us to keep up with them. They are ending their show. Now, I... They're going to go to YouTube. Like, let's be real. They are making a power play. This is my prediction. You heard it here first. I didn't even think of this. Um, The thing is, like, when you are on a reality show, you are so... Like, the things that happen when you film to when they make it on air are so far apart. You're right. The Kardashians are, you know, it's just... Every day is a drama. Yes. So what could you do? Possibly you take the cameras in your own hands and the editing into your own hands and you just roll out with a weekly series that is relevant and current and doesn't get leaked to the press and I'm predicting that they're going to take their series to Netflix like a selling sunset or something like I just think it's going to come back in a different form and it's going to be like a YouTube channel that is you don't need to be on the network anymore they're going to have this little moment where they pretend like, oh, we're tired. And then they're going to say in two weeks, you know, due to fan demand, the fan demanded version. Yeah. Keeping up with the YouTube Kardashians or the TikTok Kardashians. Oh, and... good old Carly Jenner. <laughs> because there's just no way. There's just no way that Kris Jenner can be stopped. The devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. And she will be exploiting the children further. It's true. Um I stay tuned. I'm this is not it's not over. Um It's not over. There's no way. No. And I just think of every single time I've been like, hmm. I hope that sound got picked up because I just slammed my laptop. Um you did. <laughs> <laughs> iconic. But also like my favorite scene from this series, like, I don't know if you watched the whole thing, but like this scene I have not ever watched the Keeping Up show. Oh, so there's like I've only watched clips that I've been required to for work, but I notoriously do not keep up with the Kardashians in any way. Yeah, I think that one, like the hmm, slams laptop. There are good um, gifts moments. Yeah, definitely. And also like, oh, you're deaf? You're deaf. Oh, okay, thank you. Love you. And then she turns to Kim. She's like, she's deaf, you bitch. That is a good moment. Yeah, basically me every time you guys don't appreciate my Jersey right. anthems. Uh, I should add that to the soundboard, even though it's like probably problematic. Um, well, story of our lives. Yeah. Uh, this one's not for the girls. Uh, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> anyway, so um, songs, TV, and now albums. So mm. I uh, was reading moomoos.com earlier this morning on my oh, walk yeah. because she had all the tea about Collegian's new upcoming divorce record. Oh, my God. This is really the story a story of the week as far as things to look forward to things to look forward to crying to, which I think we all want to do because so we have the Adele album, the Adele divorce album is coming and now the Kelly album, which she says is going to be very therapeutic and very honest, which is the best Kelly. That is the best Kelly. You know, there was some concern because she said my most personal album today. And we know that, you know, there are some fears of Kelly Jean, but Oh, don't, don't ever say that. that <laughs> we will never pop, get a Kelly Jean. 
no, because the the I was going to say the problem, but the well, great she thing actually is, sings the albums. Well, oh, the, sorry, not that. That part, was bad. Sorry, the, that flew out. <laughs> the part that I was talking about is when she actually digs into the the de- the depths of her soul. We get everything from behind these hazel eyes, sober Irvine. We get fucking piece by piece. You love me, like when she writes, it's good. And so I am not worried about a most personal Kelly album today at all. No. And I think she's got a lot to say. She said that she has one song in particular that her kids have been listening to, which feels very weird for her because it's about her relationship. So I'm assuming they're like scream singing a since you've been gone in the back of the car and it's about their dad. Or something. <laughs> like, And Kelly's just like, I think we should have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So she said, yeah, she's like, it is my father, my father, my father, my father, my father, my father. (laughs) I have to stop. My brain just is like short circuiting to sound bites and memes. It's, you know, I I feel she would probably appreciate that. But yeah, Mm. she's made it clear that she's well aware that people know what this is, you know, going to be about. She said it's from this, you know, the beginning of relationship to where it is now. And, I'm excited. She also said there's a duet coming, which the Little Clarksonators have informed me they are 95% sure is Ben Platt. Oh, um, I could see that. So she said it was someone she sang with in the past six months and loved how their voices sound together. And I think they've done the math and that it's him. So, you Oh, know, the math? Th- well, if you can't. Get off the Zoom call. Um, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I'm very excited. I want to do a duet with Christina. Oh God! And Celine and Mariah. You thought wrong featuring Christina. We need Diva's Live 2021 is what we need. We do, but anyway, we won't get it. I'm not worried, and you know she's doing all this press right now because her show is coming back in like a semi studio format or something in this this month, Um, and her show is just getting all that acclaim and. She's also been super diplomatic. They've asked her really awkward questions. Obviously, the Ellen stuff is coming up, and she hasn't said anything directly about it, but she's like talked about accountability, and she's had good things to say without dragging anyone specifically or, or you know, causing added. Yeah. Well, she's always been like that. I feel like one of the things they've always respected about Kelly is she always keeps it about herself. She's always... Like, people will, obviously, the media will twist it into, like, oh, she's shading Kelly. But it's really, she's just saying, like, for me, if I'm going to be a host, I want to make sure that I'm accountable. And I feel like she's just always so objective. And I just always respected her, her take and, like, her ability to navigate press and media because she's so not that, like, gossipy. She she knows. Yeah, she's very smart with how they're going to frame it like she what did she actually say she said um how you act is how all those beneath you are are going to feel like they're allowed to act which is got a point you know as a leader yeah or the host or the face of a show like you are the example so i'm just i'm really we are clark stands we We are are ready for this album i was going back because of that i was listening to uh, don't let me stop you. Ooh. <sighs> Even though she is not, it's not her favorite album. Like such a good song. Oh my god. 
the whole I want a movie about that. I want the drama with Clive Davis and being forced to do all I ever wanted and that like candy covered coat like the album cover of that she seemed so bitter about. Ugh. Did I ever say publicly that I told her to her face that I loved that she dragged Clive Davis? Yes, you did. Okay. Yes. You know what? And I'll say it again. I, I would say it again. <laughs> I'm so yeah. glad that like I got to have that moment with her with you where like she remembered me. And I also got to physically say to Kelly Clarkson to her face how much sober meant to me and how great it was and that I appreciated that she dragged Clive Davis and she smiled and that is... That's all we needed. That's all I needed. All I ever wanted, even though she won't oh, appreciate that I will. used that reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't bring it up. <sighs> but anyway, um, very excited for Miss Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on with... Another queen on top, Miss Taylor Swift, Folklore, is now six weeks at number one on the Billboard 200, making it the album with the most weeks on top of the list in nearly four years. It has the most weeks at number one since Drake's views in 2016, and now she ties Whitney Houston for the most cumulative number one weeks among women of all time. Crazy. So... I mean, Folklore, obviously, for that reason, is officially the most number one album of 2020, at least thus far. Yeah. I feel like she really did Folklore smart, like, by just dropping it Mm -hmm. and having it be so cohesive. I mean, my advice to the girls, I feel like that is what people want. Like, people want... People don't want like a eight month long campaign where you it's switch the era twenty times. Yeah, no, it's just not. It's that was ten Send years me to ago. Chromatica. Then I want to go back to the woods and feel folklore. You know, <laughs> like it's give us moments, give us experiences, something fun. Agreed. And I have to say, I have really, really. It has stayed with me, especially as the weather is starting to turn, and this album is going to be perfect for fall. This Is Me Trying is definitely going to stand out as one of my favorite songs of the year. Just a lot of the album is really sticking with me. And I think it's going to carry through the fall just fine. And if she wants to do another single, she probably could. I don't know if she will. I don't think if she needs to. But No, I mean, clearly she doesn't need to, but she could. I mean, everyone, this is the thing. Everyone will do it for her because the second it gets like orange and yellow and the trees and everything change color. Everyone's going to be outside being like in Doing folklore. again. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, like literally like it's, it's just there. Like she made the experience and fans are going to run with it. And like, I'm sure the gays will be in the woods, like with their asses out in their chromatica. Oh, jocks. I just did that. Oh, I posted one in, in front of dead trees and everyone posted folklore promo. It's a and billboard. It's like, the impact. Literally, yeah. <laughs> it did a high fashion editorial. And that's just, she branded the forest for herself this year. <laughs> I can't believe Taylor Swift planted the first tree at Stonewall. <laughs> she planted the first tree at Stonewall. <laughs> um, no, but I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this before on the Britney podcast, where like that first chill in the air, and it's a very distinct fall East Coast chill in the air, I just am like, it's Britney, bitch. Like, I want to press play on Blackout. Blackout season, yeah. Also, I feel that way a little bit with 1989. Like, I feel like a little bit of fall moment with that. Yeah. And In the Zone, too, because it came out in November. Yeah. But, like, these eras where you feel a temperature in the air or you smell something in the air, like the summer breeze or the fall trees, um, 
we just want, I, mean, I want that. Everyone on the last day of August, well, not everyone, but I saw plenty of August slipped away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quoting. It's like, hello, she's, she didn't even have to try. That's crazy. Yeah. She didn't, you know, shove that down our throats. People just lived for that. Back to December all the time. <laughs> she's going to brand every month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so congrats, Taylor. And I guess, you know, one more week at number one and then it's history and then most weeks ever, which is just bananas. Honestly, dare so, I say it? I feel like she deserves it. I mean. And you know, I'm I'm not like a day one uh, no, Swifty. no, but she's she's doing it. So definitely, definitely having a strong 2020 in the woods, which we are not out of by any means. No, we are not out of a lot of things yet, but hopefully. <laughs> we are not. Well, know who is also not out of things? Uh, <laughs> songs and vinyls and exclusives every Friday. Mariah Carey. You will, her fans are all out of money. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> she has some nerve truly yes i do yeah. you know it wasn't enough that we have the meaning of mariah carey and the rarities coming which is already like that for anybody would be enough for the year as far as promo no she's decided to put every single album on vinyl 16 total and to make matters more confusing and hysterical there are color distinctions, there are swirls, there are golds, and you can get them across like Vinyl Me Please, Urban, her own site. Like there are variations everywhere. And so everyone's gone bankrupt. She has our coins are sailing away. It's just <laughs> every truly. single lamb right now is looking at Urban Outfitters like we pay your bills. The lambs are selling all their wool. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much it is too much but it's wonderful i mean but it's also like not enough <laughs> i just you know you look at that i was actually having a conversation with my friend david about madonna's legacy and and the movie coming and i'm like i hope she sees what mariah's doing right now like put out all the records on vinyl make sure your whole collection is digitalized it's still not like all the singles like can we get this shit on Spotify? Can we just... And so the rarities, right? The rarities. She finally released a track list. And she did a very good job of covering every... Literally all the years of her career. Like, there's something from every era. At least one song from every era. Which I think is really cool. If I, like... I couldn't imagine, like, a Britney collection. If we're talking about, like, our fave, number one, doing, like... A baby unreleased and oops unreleased. Oh my god! Yeah, well, she kind of did that with singles collection, but like, yeah, like to have the B sides is good, and it was also a very meaningful collection. The Mariah rarities that she puts on there are like fan favorite B sides, like the "Always Be My Baby" B side, and um, she's got some songs that just literally we know nothing about. She has ones she's only done live. She has the original version of "Lover Boy," which is going to that that will be a conversation because that is the origin of I don't know her. That's everything. Because what happened was she did, she had an original sample in it that Tommy Mottola and JLo used for an I'm Real remix that got swept from her like a month early. And then they wouldn't let her use that same sample or, or she just didn't want to because obviously. She probably didn't want to. Yeah. And so she went with a different one and uh, now we're going to hear how it was originally intended to come out which is so exciting but also 
I do, I assume she will talk about it in the book because that was a part of the story of that record was, you know, kind of getting blindsided by. Yeah. And, you know, I love Diva Battles. It's entertaining, but at the end of the day, I love all the queens. I don't need it to be a them or them wins, but this is very exciting to hear. Yeah. I actually, I mean, we'll probably find out in the book. I actually don't think she has animosity towards JLo at all. No, I feel like this is more like it's just the men. It's guilty by association. Yeah, I I think you know we'll hear plenty about Tommy and uh, the the fuckery of the record industry, and he's and, the reason why we don't have "Where Are You Christmas." <laughs> right, right. No, so I don't either, and I think it's really easy to you know pit the women. It's sort of like when a guy cheats. It's like to have the women fight over. It. It's like no, no, the guy's the asshole. Yeah. No, so, my takeaway is here. What men are trash, and men that's why we don't trash, stand them, including except a couple. But oh, right, right, some that we have discussed on the pod. But um, ninety-eight <laughs> percent yeah. trash. We just they lead to nothing good. But anyway, <laughs> the rarities is coming. Except trips to and, the urgent care. <laughs> every yes. Uh, now. She that's not the only fun she had this week. She also sat down for a virtual Mean Girls quiz with Miss Tina Fey for Billboard, which was extremely entertaining. I can't get over the fans that she has blowing on herself. Oh, she had Beyonce fans blowing on herself at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and her knowledge of the movie is like kind of disturbing. In a, I mean, it's amazing, but it is disturbing. Is like, it? She knows every inch of that movie. Who doesn't? I didn't. I I didn't know what what um like that she which subject she taught the teacher taught and stuff. Oh, I'm a, okay. True. Like I mean, she. I of course we know like so a many drug pusher. Yeah, we know so many iconic lines from it, but there were certain details that were like how you know I don't know the, the um like what's subject Miss Norbury taught or whatever. Oh right. It's a summer. <laughs> She's Taylor also mad that next. Was all I want for Christmas is you as the uh, Jingle Bell rock. She wanted that used. So Tina jokingly, but not jokingly, was like, well, we'll use it in the new movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, we'll put it on Broadway. <laughs> She's like, is that on tape? <laughs> yeah. We'll get you a Tony. Come perform in 2021. Honestly. Oh my God. Does she have? No, right? No. She doesn't have a Tony, does she? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that one up because I need to make I don't sure. Think so. No. no, so we need her to EGOT, obviously. So like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can get her that if she does something with Mean Girls. But anyway, that was deeply entertaining. If you want to watch it, it is up. Uh, a chat with Tina, and yeah, her knowledge of the movie is spot on. And she even had a custom necklace made in the same font as the Mean Girls. <laughs> I will say the Samantha Ronson song on that soundtrack is fucking amazing. So <laughs> I want a cover of that on the rarities. We we do need that. Disc Samantha Ronson. Three. Oh. It's just Mariah we, Carey we covering the Peaches song. Oh, we definitely need that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. I, should I just DM Christopher Buckle and be like, can you tell Mariah to do a disc three of all covers from the Mean Girls soundtrack, please? She uh, definitely would be game. I have a feeling. The way she talks about that movie, it's possible. 
That would be iconic. That's a concept. Right. Well, the book is coming. The book is coming. Fall is coming. We do have some plans in the works for the podcast with the book, actually. Maybe so. So if you're not already, you should definitely uh, pre-order on either Audible or Amazon. I think I'm... Knowing that she's recorded it herself, I think I have to go with the Audible experience. Oh, a thousand percent. One, because I will fall asleep reading a book because I just don't like reading. Uh-huh. But I feel just like listening to her talk, even if it's so mundane, I find so entertaining. So I'm I, ready. I'm very ready. And I, you know, there's no way she's not going to give a little singing along the way. Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Like, if there's a line reference in the sentence, I feel like she won't just say it out loud. Literally, the fans are going to make a whole new record just using yeah. words. Resilience will remix this book. I can't wait. <laughs> so, we're ready, and we definitely will be discussing it in great detail. Yeah. So, well, I guess that about wraps up a very busy week. Yeah, the girls are back. We're back. Music We're is back. back. School's back in session. Wear a mask, and Ooh. we are going to be we are going to be getting into it. Yeah, we got a a long way to go. So we don't know what the future holds, but we will be. Uh, <laughs> it's almost blackout season. Almost blackout season. The chill has not hit the air yet, but when it does, it's Britney, bitch. That's right. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening and for your support. And until next week, we will see you soon. (laughs) Chapter four, The Emancipation, coming soon, October 1st. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J U V E 
D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 